Agencies moving to the cloud have a process to make sure they're buying cybersecure products. But the leadership of a House Oversight and Reform subcommittee says that process, you know it as FedRAMP, has become too lengthy and too expensive for small IT vendors to compete. Now those members say they're working on a bill to remove some of those FedRAMP hurdles. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman's got the latest. If you're a small IT shop looking to break into the federal cloud business, it can take years to wait in line to get approved by every agency you want to do business with. That's how the Federal Risk Authorization and Management Program, or FedRAMP, is supposed to work. Once you get approved to provide cloud services to one agency, FedRAMP is supposed to fast-track the approval process for other agencies. That's the idea, but that's not always how the program works. FedRAMP, as intended, is supposed to only take about six months and cost companies about $250,000 to get approved. But companies are spending millions and waiting years, even if they've already gotten the go-ahead from other agencies. Congressman Jerry Connolly, chairman of the House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee on Government Operations, said those hiccups in the FedRAMP process hurt vendors and agencies. Companies can't sell their products quickly, and agencies can't modernize their IT as quickly as technology advances. The federal government must do better when it comes to acquiring cloud computing technologies. We cannot afford to repeat the siloed processes of past IT acquisitions that's led to spending $90 billion annually, a large chunk of which is on maintaining legacy systems. However, we can't leverage the potential of cloud computing if the processes are slower than the speed at which the technology itself advances. That's why Connolly and subcommittee ranking member Mark Meadows plan to introduce a bill that would codify the FedRAMP process. The bill would require agencies to presume that once a vendor has met the FedRAMP security assessments elsewhere, they don't have to go through the entire process all over again with another agency. This comes at a time when agencies are spending a lot of time and money moving to the cloud. The Government Accountability Office just found that 16 agencies were spending 8% of their total IT budgets on cloud services. That's supposed to increase to 11% by the end of this year. And for some agencies, like the General Services Administration and the Social Security Administration, they're on track to spend 40% of their IT budgets moving to the cloud. Anil Chirian is the director of GSA's Technology Transformation Service. He said that FedRAMP has turned a corner. Last year, the program approved 40 vendors. When FedRAMP first got off the ground, it took three years to approve that many vendors. And when it comes to small businesses, Chirian said that they're showing improvement under the program. We've got about 33% of the authorized products right now are from small businesses. And if you look at the pipeline, it's around 33%. So it's a growing percentage over the last couple of years. It's really increased. However, there's still more opportunity, I believe, to educate small business. A lot of small businesses are unaware of the process itself, the security requirements that we have. And uh, a lot of time is frankly wasted when the small business is really trying to figure that out. So really that education piece of creating that and uh, that awareness in in small business is something that we take very seriously. But Connolly said those numbers don't reflect the full challenge that small businesses face when they're trying to get FedRAMP certified. 
That's true, Mr. Chairman, but that doesn't let us off the hook. No small business can afford to risk millions of dollars and the uncertainty of no guarantee of when they'll be certified. And that's a huge problem for small and minority businesses, women, minority, veterans-owned businesses to enter the field. The big players can afford it. The small and medium-sized businesses, frankly, have to really look at it. And that's one of the things our legislation is designed to try to alleviate so that there's more possibility for entry. To help ease some of those bottlenecks, the Defense Department's Deputy Chief Information Officer for Cybersecurity, Jack Wilmer, said some emerging technology could help expedite the FedRAMP approval process. I think the most important thing that we can do is driving additional automation into the assessment process. So there's a lengthy set of controls that small businesses and all cloud providers have to be able to implement. And the more that we can enable in terms of automation of going through that set of controls should reduce the burden of actually going through the process and creating the artifacts that are then required for us to assess. The Department of Health and Human Services CIO, Jose Arrieta, agree that automation could help, but only if small businesses are kept in the loop. As the automation is built, if it is built, there should be direct engagement with the small business community as to what you're building. That will actually help them plan to take advantage of the automation that you're building. And that shouldn't be, here's what we're thinking of building and then asking for their feedback. There should be a dialogue there that shapes what is built. And I think if you want to include the small business community as a former small business executive of the Treasury, you have to engage them as you build the solution. After the hearing, I caught up with Conley, who gave an overview of what his FedRAMP bill would cover. Here, he tells me that a FedRAMP advisory council would help ease some of the tensions between industry and agencies. We need to stay in sync so that industry concerns are being addressed and when problems arise, we can try to deal with them through that advisory mechanism rather than you know, something more formal that is very time-consuming. And then secondly, uh, the second adjustment to the bill may include some kind of budget guidance in terms of what ought to be provided for FedRAMP, both JAB and GSA. As far as some of the ideas that are kind of being workshopped here, uh, I know it was Ranking Member Meadows who said, you know, do we need like a, a national taxpayer advocate kind of equivalent of being a, a liaison between uh, the agencies and the, the vendor community? Thoughts on that? He was referencing uh, the concept of some kind of advisory group. Okay. All right. Explain for me a little bit better maybe the the value of of codifying FedRAMP. So FedRAMP has now evolved into a fairly large enterprise within the federal government and a very large cost item for companies that want to do business in this realm with the federal government. And remember, on top of all of that are the maintenance costs. So it's an ongoing cost for a lot of businesses who are certified. And so I think there's almost universal recognition that having a statutory anchor, this is in law, provides predictability and allows a regular oversight of the program that I think is welcome both by the executive branch and by industry. Uh, And so I got almost no pushback about, yeah, no, you're right. Codifying this in law would be a very useful thing. And you had mentioned some examples with certain vendors about some of the challenges with reciprocity, the idea of they're good to go, they're, they've gotten the stamp of approval from one agency, they go to another agency, they have to go through the process all over again. Right. Uh, your concerns about, about how that's working or, or not working? Well, I think we heard sort of seemingly contradictory testimony today 
from GSA on the one hand saying, no, I think we got that worked out. And then you heard from Mr. Baroran, you know, representing a number of companies. Well, not so much. Uh, we still experience reciprocity problems. So um, we're not going to fully solve that problem, but we want to minimize that problem. And again, I think codifying FedRAMP with guidelines and goals in law will help in that process. And we have in the draft bill, we've got language about the presumption of adequacy so that if you've been certified at one federal agency, the presumption is that you're good to go. There may be some specialized needs you've got to address at another agency, but the presumption is you do not have to be completely de novo recertified. And that's actually written in the draft. So we're trying to address that issue as well. Is there a timetable for when you and the ranking member expect to introduce this bill? It is my hope we are going to do it imminently. As long as Mr. Meadows is comfortable with the draft, uh, we're prepared to drop the bill very soon. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.